classically, uh, when meta meditation is taught, we start with um, bringing loving kindness to ourselves and then spread it to um, the whole universe. Since I've been teaching mostly uh, mostly Western or European people, they're not exclusively. You know, one of the things that many of us have a have a challenging time with is, is, is that we don't have a basis from which to start. Um, and so we have to start before there. And the other thing for many of us is, is, is that our analytical minds or our connection with our own bodies is, uh, our, our analytical minds has created a context where our connection with our bodies is, is thin. It's not well established. And it's not uh, something that we can learn or we know how necessarily to relax into. So what I thought I'd like to do for this retreat is, even though it's a Brahma-Vahara retreat, start with body awareness. And let that be the basis from which we um, develop the love and kindness and compassion and joy. As a body experience, something that we can come back to our body as we know it in our bodies. When we know that, when we feel that, then we have ground to share it and to spread it and to um, move it into larger spheres. So what I'd like to do for the morning time is just do the beginning meditation practice with with, uh, body awareness and learning how to bring uh, attention and awareness into our posture and uh, learning how to allow alignment and relaxation and balance to be something that we can rest into. Because that is an asset that we will have no matter what we do, no matter where we go, and no matter what's happening. And whether it's uh, imbued with metta, or joy, or equanimity, it as its, as its own thing, um, a body awareness, allows all of those things to be the ground that we can then begin to feel. Yeah. So, um, what I'd like to do is do some guided meditations with with that, and then we can have a time afterwards for a question or discussion. Is that all right? Yeah, good enough. Okay. Um, However you're sitting, whether you're on a chair or on a seat, what's really important is posture. So if you're on a chair, it's helpful not to lean back into the chair. Because when you lean back into the chair, you can just feel what happens. The top of your back curves and your 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 breath is is constricted and your pelvis um, is tilted so that the, the the top of the pelvis is is behind the sitting bones. And if you sit on the edge of the chair, then what happens is is, is that you can allow the the top of the pelvis to tilt over the sitting bones and the back can elongate, the spine can elongate. And as the spine elongates, then the chest opens and the breath comes unhindered. For those of us who are sitting on the floor, what's needed is to kind of find the right relationship between the sacrum and the spine. So however you're sitting, just begin to feel what it feels like just to rock. And, and as we rock back, we can feel that our sitting bones come forward and our back begins to arch. 
And then as we rock forward, we can see that there's a there's a a a, 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 um, a fulcrum. There's a an arch in the small of the back that extends, and as that arch extends, then the spine elongates, and then there's a place where the arch extends too much, and then as it extends too much, if you if you allow yourself to move forward, you can just feel what it feels like, how much tension is needed in the stomach, in the chest, in the face, to resist against the gravity which is pulling you forward. So what we want to do is we want to find that place and that fulcrum where the back is neither curved, nor are we having to resist gravity being pulled forward. And so as the, as the sacrum rocks back and forth, we can see that one of the things that we're looking for is an alignment in gravity. And the way to support the alignment in gravity is to see that there's enough height underneath the hips so that the, the base can be stable. And then when we have that place of resting, where the fulcrum is balanced, not too far forward or backwards, then check out and see where the top of your hip bones are in relationship to your sitting bones. In my body, the top of my hip bones are slightly forward of my sitting bones. And if you need to put your hands on your hips to feel them, you're welcome to do that. Just get a feeling of where your, your hip bones are in relationship to your sitting bones. So with your hands on your hips, you can also move forward and see when the hips are too far forward, what that feels like in terms of the tension in the stomach and in the chest. And then as it rocks back and the back begins to curve, what that feels like in terms of how the spine collapses, the chest collapses. So what we're wanting is that middle point where the top of the hips are just slightly over the sitting bones. There's a gentle arch in the lower back and there's an elongation in the spine and the neck. In that elongation in the spine, then the chest opens, and then the, the big muscles and the shoulders in the back can begin to start to relax. So part of what is needed in meditation is alignment and balance in the posture. And there a lot can be said for if we just are walking with alignment and balance, if we're sitting with alignment and balance. The alignment and the balance of the body has a very strong correlation to alignment and balance in the mind. 
So it's hard to feel kindness when we feel like we're cramped up in a tight space. So we need to extend our body so that we're not feeling cramped up in a tight space. Now, there's a lot of instruction about sitting with stillness, but it's often misunderstood what that means. Stillness is not rigidity. And so if you if you try and be 100% still, just try and not move anything. See what that feels like. So for me, when I try and be a hundred percent still, what I notice is my breath becomes shallow. There's a lot of tension in my body, and my energy level drops. So now allow the breath to move and gently rock the body. Feel the movement with the inhalation and the exhalation. And feel the ever so slight rocking on the pelvis with each breath. And expansion and contraction that happens with each breath. Feel the spine elongate with each in-breath. And feel how it contracts slightly with each out-breath. So what we're wanting in our posture is a sense of balance, alignment, and the resiliency that comes with movement, with being in the flow of the breath, and very subtle movement. Movement of the in-breath and the out-breath. Now with this resiliency, then we can allow the body to really relax. We can't support the body relaxing if either we're doing it from a very tight space or from a very rigid stance. So the body needs to elongate, come into balance, come into alignment. And then from that alignment, we can relax into gravity. We're not resisting gravity, pushing against gravity. 
holding ourselves up. In spite of gravity, we're relaxing into it. And so we can just spend some time and just check and see what's going on in the body. So bringing attention to different parts of the body and using the intention to relax as well as the surrendering into gravity to support relaxation. And bring that together with the breath. So just touching the face with awareness, with attention. Behind the eyes. cheeks So you can notice in the cheeks or in the jaw if there's any tension there, and then just bringing the breath. Sometimes it can help just to let the mouth open slightly, the jaw hang open slightly. very sensitive, lips and tongue. Just letting the lips relax and the tongue rest. In the same way that a kitten that has just had a lot of milk and is in the sun would rest. Completely relaxed.
bringing attention to the throat. So a lot happens in the throat in regards to communication. Nourishment. And just letting the throat relax. Tuning into the top of the chest. Just noticing what's there at the top of the chest. Does it feel numb or hard or does it feel like there's armor in there? Is there an absence of feeling? And over the heart area, again, just tuning in and just seeing what's present. Coming to the abdomen area, solar plexus. Just allowing the whole attention to move into this whole area and just feeling what's there. There's tension in the stomach muscles or if there's a sense of fluttering. There's a sense of warmth or fullness. So in this way, attention is non-discriminatory. It just opens and receives what's there. we can just begin to see if we can find our way in with some increased sense of softness. Can we release any extra tension in the stomach? And the whole abdominal area. Does it help by just allowing the back to become elongated slightly? Does it help by seeing that the pelvis is in right alignment with the sitting bones. 
to count by bringing breath, warmth, moist breath into this area and allowing whatever is tense there to relax. We're not so much interested in story or content or why, just connecting with the physical experience and softening into and around. Moving from the abdomen area into the pelvis area. Again, just allowing a sense of being present with what is, opening to what what is, and relaxing. coming back to the top of the head moving attention over the scalp the back of the head the base of the skull just seeing if it's possible to allow the skin over one's head to soften become more flexible more loose down the neck. Noticing what the neck feels like, the muscles on either side of the spine. So the head is a heavy thing. And if the head is aligned right, it puts less pressure on the muscles to hold it up. Just see what alignment feels like and how the neck muscles respond when the head is in alignment or out of alignment. How the neck feels with the in-breath and the out-breath. Coming into the shoulders. Again, noticing how the shoulders feel when the head is aligned or not aligned. How the shoulders feel when the spine is elongated or not. How the shoulders feel when the chest is tipped forward or backward. So that as we find ourselves more into alignment or gravity, the shoulders can then begin to relax. 
so we could bring our moist breath, warm, moist breath, attention, alignment to the shoulders. And just see if that supports their softening. moving from the shoulders to the area between the shoulder blades. So bringing attention to what is present and then seeing if there's anything that we can do by way of alignment. It helps soften this area behind, between the shoulder blades. See what happens when we bring a moist, warm breath to this area between the shoulder blades. then just bringing attention to the 
the middle part of the back. And the muscles on the side of the spine. Just notice how the ribs move with each in-breath and out-breath. into the lower part of the back. Just seeing if bringing attention there helps support a, a sense of relaxation and ease. bringing attention to the sacrum. Just notice how the sacrum gently pivots on the in-breath and on the out-breath. breath when the chest increases in size, spine elongates, the top of the hips tilt slightly forward and the tailbones extend back. And on the out breath, the chest releases the top of the hips rotate back slightly, the sitting bones curl under slightly. The sacrum is not a fixed and solid thing, it's alive, it's moving, it's in flux, it's in flow.
So there's tuning into the body sitting here, having gone through in this way. Just getting a sense of what does it feel like now? Is it easier to allow attention to be present? Or less easy? Is there more sense of ease and well-being? Or or less? In extending attention and awareness to include the arms, so that we feel the whole of our arms, our wrists and our hands, the sensations and movement with each breath. extending attention into the legs in the place where the legs join at the hip the way down the knees, the ankles and the feet So this is a whole body sitting here, breathing. And how does that feel?
one of the reasons why it's so important to start with this practice of working with balance and alignment and relaxation is because without a body, without a sense of some relaxation, we don't have much ground. We don't have much capacity to do much of anything else. To hold or to process or to work with or to allow So meditation isn't a good idea. It's a way of being present with things. It's a finding room for, space for. It's an allowing, an embodiment. So we're wanting to move away from the story of what's been going on into the direct felt 
bodily experience of what's happening right now. The more relaxation that we can develop, cultivate, extend, spread, allow, the more we have a basis for being with what's going on. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.